little bit um, about just to stand encouraged, just stand encouraged about about your ministry. You know, um, God, because uh, a lot of times people will say what you're not or what, or what they may feel, what you uh, what you can do or what you can't do. But I want you to know today that God, if God has called you, he's equipped you. And if he's equipped you, he's going to use you. And don't be despised at what level that he used you. Because a lot of times it's like human beings, we get caught up into what we feel at the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, like one day you, you, you know, you walk in the office, everybody's cool with you. The next day they not, or you may walk into a place and somebody we just experienced that we just walked, especially and I just walked into the store mm-hmm. this morning and a young lady uh, spoke. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and like, let's just say for instance, one day you walk in and she didn't speak. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we may take it as, oh my God, she doesn't like me, mm-hmm. or oh my God, you know, like, well, what did I do to offend you? And sometimes yeah. it's, it's it's not, and sometimes it could be they're mad at you, and sometimes it might be that they're mad at you. It may be. That they're mad at something else or someone else or whatever else is going on in their life. But, ne- but nevertheless, whatever is going on, know that you still are relevant to God. Yes. Know that God is still uh, looking upon you. Mm-hmm. Like, Because one minute you're laying hands on somebody and they're getting delivered. And the next minute somebody's telling you you're late on your rent. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying to you today is that you're still relevant to God. God is still looking after you. He still wants you to be that person, even in the midst of you needing your rent, even in the midst of people liking you or disliking you, you're still yes. relevant to God. Amen. Absolutely. absolutely. And sometimes we, we, we get caught up into that. And, um, <clears throat> and, uh, we, we look at John, I, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna come from John chapter one. And it says, it, uh, verse 28. And this is, uh, John the Baptist when Jesus came, amen. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, these uh, these things were done. No, I'm gonna start on 29. The day came when John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, "Behold, the Lamb of God, which take away the sin of the world." This is he of whom I said, "After me, a man which is preferred before me." So sometimes, because somebody else comes on the scene, we feel like we're no longer relevant, or we no longer. We, uh, we no longer have um, a place in God. But look at what John said. He said he was before me. So he was already relevant to God before he even got where you were. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes we think that every, when somebody else comes on the scene that we're no longer relevant. Mm-hmm. But, but John was still relevant. All John said was, I must decrease that he must increase. Yes. Amen. Amen. And, and sometimes we feel like, you know, like, well, God don't have no place for me or, or, or he wants to use me or anything he wants to do. John still was preparing the people for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Jesus, Jesus came, even though people say, well, John ministry was over this or that, you know, the King had John, you know, had, you know, done things to John, but nevertheless, John was still relevant to God. Yes. He John was. was still on, uh, on, still on God's heart. And sometimes we, we miss it because we feel like somebody else comes on the scene that, as I said before, we feel like we're no longer relevant, but you're relevant to God. You're very relevant, relevant to God. And God wants to use us sometime in dis- different capacities. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when we become older, that's why when people in, sometime in Christ, when they say people who desire the office of a bishop, mm-hmm. sometimes it is a desire. And some people say, well, you have to be anointed to be a bishop. But let's just take the, let's just take the, the, the word for what it says right now. Amen. All right. Let's just take it for what it says. Yes. The office of a bishop. A bishop is an overseer. This is the whole thing. If you you have a church and you have people who are under you, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, these people come up. Now right. you're releasing these people. 
sometimes you don't feel like I'm I'm no longer relevant. Mm -hmm. I'm just releasing people into the ministry, but you're still relevant because you still have people who are under the, who, who, who are coming up behind right. them that you're still teaching. Right. And you may just want to move into the office of a bishop. Why? You're relevant to God because now God has you moving in a different capacity. You can be in one building, but God started to say, look, I need this to expand. Right. I need this thing to expand. I need these people to go out. I need them to do this or that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, a yeah, a new level. And mm -hmm. sometimes we may feel that way, but God has, has, um, ministry on his mind for you. Mm -hmm. So don't ever think that we always feel like somebody got to be moved all the way out the way in order for, for God to use you. Do you know how big this earth is? Do you know how big God is? Exactly. So God always has something for you to do. Yeah. And, and, and another thing, don't knock people for wanting to do things for God. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Even in the even in their infancy stage of yes. being young, don't knock them. Don't because how do we justify using kids mm -hmm. and say they're singing for God? They, well, you know, right. we have them ushering for God, going, getting juice, doing different things. But mm -hmm. yet when people get older, they just they, they feel like they don't want them to do anything. Right. And I know we all have a season where we want to where God want us to sit down. Mm -hmm. You know, even when uh, God had me for a season one time when he would just have me hush and and focus on him. I still was doing the show. I wasn't on the show talking, but I was on the show producing. And I had Pastor Winola come in for that right. whole month. And we had took that month off the hiatus. Yes. We do it every year. We take like a month off. We take our hiatus and we're letting them do that. That doesn't mean that God wasn't thinking about me. God was right. doing something in me. Right. And it's fine. Yes. It really is fine. But we, we take it as... Um, sometimes when we see it, we want to leave people right there. We don't want to see them doing anything and that's flesh, but we have to understand that God wants them. He wants the best for them. And he wants, and he wants you to encourage these people who may be going through, even though I transitioned a little bit over to, to something a little bit different right now, mm -hmm. people who are going through, he wants you to, to, to encourage them and lift them up, yes. not to beat them uh, and beat down on them because these are still God's people. Right. And you don't, and remember people do what you do. Mm -hmm. Once again, people do what you do. They don't do what you say. They do what you do. Right. So if you beat on people and you say to people, that means that they're, they're going gonna, to beat up. They're going to be whether they want to or not. not. It's just in them because that's what they have been in their environment. That is their experience. So that is what they are going to e do. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So my, my encouragement today is like, even though, um, uh, you are still in a position to God. Exactly. No matter what. It may not be the one that you want or exactly. the one that you felt you should have. But if you're in Christ Jesus, then you're in a great position. And you're in that position to be an influence. No matter how we treat it and say, oh, well, that's down here and this is up here. You're in Christ. We're all, and you're in a position of influence because you're in Christ. That's right. So I just want you, you guys to know today, be encouraged. Yes. Be encouraged. And, and people who, 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 I mean, people who, who are behind you, in front of you, we go through that. We see it on our jobs. Yes. When, when people are coming up and all of a sudden it seems like no one is paying you no mind. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, and it, it is hard. It is yeah. hard. And we have to stop acting like it's not hard mm -hmm. because it is hard sometimes. Yeah. It really, it, it becomes so hard because it's like, because wow. you're still human and your your flesh still craves certain things. Yeah. So you, I'm just putting it where it is. You still want to be acknowledged for the things that you are doing. You still Big want time. to, right? So Big time. And even though you may not get it when you want it, you can still get it from God right then and there. Amen. Amen. But we sometimes still look at the outside world and not 
Yeah. And not recognize that Christ is right there with us in the outside world. Amen. And and and, and when we don't and when we don't recognize that, mm-hmm. we we, we really lose get focus. In our feelings, yeah. Yeah. We our feelings really get get deterred mm-hmm. and everything. Um, it's funny that you said when you said. Um, if you're a leader and you're beating up on people and then the people under you, then they, when they get then that leadership position, they may beat up on people. Yeah, when pressure come on them, not initially because we may feel right. I would never do that because right. uh, it was done to me. But and, but it will come back around. If you don't address it, right. it'll come back around. Right. Because I was going to say, sometimes I, I believe God is going to probably have to raise up a generation or he is raising up a generation where people will have to do like you said when they're bringing up people Mm -hmm. and it's going to take a while because people are so used to people beating up on them big time that's what they think they're supposed to how how you get people to respond right so i I have to beat up on you like mm -hmm. we do our some people do our kids i'm gonna say like we but like you do some people do their kids they feel like they gotta say something harsh to them in in order order for them to do something yeah right or we or or we see um it was so so funny some people uh old people back in the day uh, we we know some drama queens in our families. <laughs> <laughs> we know some drama drama queens in our family who uh, I ain't gonna say who it is, but they act like they they, they fell out. So the kids can all feel sorry for. Them. I'm like, oh my god, grandma fell out, oh, Lord. <laughs> and just laying the floor like she have limp. And it's like we we do stuff in order to get attention. We do mm-hmm. stuff, and it's like, yo, thirsty, thirsty, yeah. <laughs> the thirst is real. But we have to understand and, and, and acknowledge the fact that God sees us. Mm-hmm. And but also we have to also learn how to appreciate people. And all of this starts at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. All of this start in the backyard. When, when I'm going to fences now, I'm going to use fences mm-hmm. because that's where they had their conversations at. Mm-hmm. That's where their intimate moments take, took place at, in their family. And that's where they were being taught. Taught. They were being taught, not even yeah. realizing it. And yeah. now I understand when God said that scripture, when you walk it by the way, yeah. when you're doing, while you're going about your day-to-day daily activities, yes. people are watching, your children are watching, they, they're being taught, taught. What verbally or non-verbally uh-huh. from you. Yeah. I always tell E that when he's a little boy, he's little, we used to walk around the corner, he's, his bus drop, his bus is drop him off around the corner uh, from his old school. And I said, e, and I told E, I said, everybody I speak to, you speak to. Even though I told them to do it, I did it first. Mm-hmm. You modeled it. I yes. did it first, though. Because mm-hmm. I, I was walking by and I was like, what's wrong with him? Why doesn't he speak to people when he sees me speak? And, 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 and sometimes we get angry, but kids are shy. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, you, one minute you're teaching them not to talk to strangers. Next right. minute you tell them to speak to everybody. Shame. Right. So it's like, you know, like, but what you do said I strangers do? are dangerous. Exactly. So <laughs> what am I speaking to, to them? Speak to- <laughs> Oh, wise father. Yes. You know what I mean? So, but I said, you with me, it's cool. So, you know, good morning, good morning. How you doing? You know, and um, and it was so funny. Partly the reason I told him was, was for him, but the other part was because I felt embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And once again, it comes back to our self, you know, self-serving self. Flesh. <laughs> Ding. Ah, get our flash and flesh. Nothing like it. But, um. Nevertheless, um, but th- just know that God has his eye on you, that you're important to God. Ever let somebody tell you you're not important to God. Yes. Because God said, for I so love this world that I gave Jesus. And I allowed Jesus to o- not only to be uh, die on the cross, and but I also allowed him to be crushed. Bruised. 
for your sin. Punished <coughs> for your iniquities. It, I mean, that's huge. Chastised for your peace, you and I peace, our peace. Wow, that we may be cool with God. It, yep. I mean, if if we can get that much, so that's why we can never tell people that. We can never just beat up on people and say, "Well, you know, you know, I'm so frustrated, I'm so frustrated." And we have to know how to give people to God, mm-hmm. and just say, "Look, I I, I, did, I did my part." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and sometimes, I, I you know, uh, I, I was talking to a manager one day. And she and, and she said to me, "Well, I'm not here to babysit." And I said, "On the contrary, you kind of are." And what I mean by that is that it's up to you to get the best out of people. That's what a manager does. A manager is not just somebody who say, "I got somebody who not to do this and not to do that and not to do this," but they have to be implemented into your system. Even though I'm a teacher, there's something. Is there are certain things inside of me that I need to pull out of people. So mm-hmm. I have to, therefore, know my people. That's, that's your job, mm-hmm. to know my people, to get the job done, to get these nuances done. Mm-hmm. It's like what my bishop said years ago. He said, I wanted to go work for, um, he was a, a lab tech. Mm-hmm. And he said, when I got there, she said, he said, I was fresh out of school. He said, everything they taught you over there, forget it all. Mm-hmm. Why forget it all? Because so I'm going to teach you a new way of doing to this. do it in my system. Yes. And that and, and then that's why when when um, when managers say I'm not here to babysit and look over people's shoulder, you kind of are. That's what manage is. Manage is to make sure everything is click clocking on its right cylinders. Mm-hmm. That is doing what it needs to be doing at the right time. That's what a, a true manager is. A manager is just not someone who just you know, here's here's your work. Go do it. And, you know, and I can sit my co- uh, uh, on on my throne and drink my coffee. No, mm-hmm. that's your job. That's your job. You know, to, uh, to know the nuances. But anyway, hope that bless you this day. Um, we'll be back with Brother D's pet peeves. Peeves, peeves, <laughs> peeves, peeves. There you go. That's my boo. You listen to Praise Hallelujah. We got another hot set up for you coming up next. Man, oh man, this music just get better and better. Here we go. Praise Hallelujah. Uh-oh. Flame, Mike Grill. Oh, my. It's a flame and Mike Grill. Pick it Get up for Jesus. He indicated I've been integrated Into the faith and then regenerated Now I'm emulating since he infiltrated He demonstrated, I assimilated When he resurrected, then he vindicated He stimulated, now I ventilated Took the stony heart and then he penetrated Y'all wanna meet right now Y'all wanna meet right now That our God is alive Y'all wanna meet right now Y'all wanna meet right now Only gonna touch guys Y'all wanna meet right now Y'all wanna meet right now There is no lies Y'all wanna meet right now Y'all wanna meet right now but the people get offended when you tell them independence is keeping them in the center. But Jesus never intended for people to keep pretending and living in unrepentance. We needed the crucifixion. Now Peter said he is sinning, so why we live for the moment? People looking for freedom, but set up for a You can keep the counterfeit, my homie, because I don't want it. I'm going the whole nine. Thank God for the atonement. 